Welcome to Box Talk, a podcast for affiliates and coaches, powered by Box Pro Magazine. Love on, lift on. That's what CrossFit Lolo stands for, located in Victoria, British Columbia. And during this time of the coronavirus pandemic, all they can do is love on well. In my chat with Kelsey and Adam, who happened to be quarantined during the recording of this podcast, we talk about how their gym is handling the outbreak. From virtual fitness options via Zoom and Instagram stories to online member challenges, they are trying to keep their community close and invested. We also move beyond the coronavirus, talking about the Humans of Lolo features Kelsey does, getting coaches to weekly clear the air with one another, and how Adam views failure. I hope you enjoy my interview with the wonderful leaders behind CrossFit Lolo. Well, welcome to this episode of Box Talk. I'm your host, Heather Hartman, editor of Box Pro Magazine, and I am here with two very special people. And uh, Kelsey, Adam, can you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves? Tell us who you are, where you're coming from, what's going on. What's up, Heather? Um, my name is Adam. I'm the owner of CrossFit Lolo, um, also a uh, games competitive athlete. Um, as of this past weekend, so that's kind of exciting. <laughs> Congratulations! I am Kelsey. I'm not a games athlete. <laughs> I am betrothed to Adam. Um, that's how I got into this whole industry. I met Adam four years ago. He told me he did Olympic weightlifting. I thought that meant he went to the Olympics. <laughs> uh, and then he's like, I want to open a CrossFit gym. And I was like, let's do it. So yeah, I'm a co-owner. Um, I'm a photographer by trade. So I've been doing all the marketing and branding and have a lot of business experience behind me. The gym itself has only been open for just over a year and a half at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And I know I, I first reached out to Kelsey when I, I saw their gym and the pictures and <laughs> it was, oh my gosh, your guys' gym is beautiful. Very atypical for an affiliate. So if you guys want to look at, have a look at their gym, uh, we've done a story with them on some renovations and then we have pictures on our website. I'm going to link that in the show post notes, but anyways, so much to talk about because that was a lot of information they just gave us. Um, and again, congrats, Adam. That's huge. Making the CrossFit games. Woo. And, um, yeah, it's super exciting. So let's, let's rewind. Let's, let's talk about, you know, that year and a half ago, the two years ago, when you all decided to do this thing, which is own a CrossFit gym, which is a big undertaking. Mm -hmm. Uh, and especially for Kelsey, who thought Adam was an Olympian <laughs> and, <laughs> and started to learn what the Olympic weightlifting was. But so how'd you guys go about opening up a gym? Uh, what, what, you know, what did that look like? What, what's your story? How'd you both come into this crazy industry? Uh, well, I mean, like I said, I kind of, you know, fell in love with this athlete and he enrolled me in this amazing vision of a community. Um, and I didn't know much about the gym industry at that time. So I was like pretty scared about it, but I love interior design. I love, you know, photography and all the art stuff. So I knew that no matter what, it was going to look really good. <laughs> and, I, and I told Adam, even now I'm like, everything the rubber touches, that's your kingdom. Everything, everything else is my kingdom, baby. Like I'm doing all the design, all the, all the rental stuff. So, you know, it took us a, about a year of solid searching to find the right space. I think initially that was our biggest struggle. We live in uh, Victoria on Vancouver Island in Canada. Real estate is expensive and, and leases are competitive. So, you know, we basically like Adam was so dedicated. He basically just like he had a scooter at that time. So he just scooted all, all over the place, um, all over the industrial areas, just looking for, you know, looking for a sign, like yeah. legitimately looking for a sign. <laughs> I spent like four hours just like. <laughs> 
stuttering around looking for like building potentials yeah <laughs> I, I have some friends doing cross the gyms and every time like we drive by we'd be like that would be a good cross the gym <laughs> yeah like we basically looked at every possible space in town for like a year and we came close to a couple different locations like we got the paperwork together but then something would fall through um like oh hey we you know it's too loud or it's not the right zoning or we don't have the right parking variance because you need like 40 spots which is impossible in a city so eventually we got lucky because of adam's dedication to just scootering around <laughs> and we ended up taking over an old furniture store um location which is basically like a four thousand square foot warehouse with like a nice patio and we just got so lucky with that yeah it's actually like downtown uh chinatown victoria so um the parking variances that we were facing before didn't apply so we could actually have just like three stalls for parking and uh, and then open the gym anyway so that was really cool but i remember the moment before we secured that location a different location had just fallen through and at that point we'd been looking for so long and i just remember feeling like so discouraged like is this ever gonna happen mm -hmm. you know it was just the journey hadn't even begun yet and it was already felt like impossible so mm -hmm. and then that's when it just kind of like came into being and it's funny because we got engaged six months into looking for the space and we knew that we weren't going to get married for a while because all the money and attention was going towards building this thing but we told our family members because adam's from the east coast and i said listen guys we're going to do an engagement party in six months from now in our new gym space so just book your flights. We're gonna manifest the shit out of this right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then what happened is when we actually opened our space, um, we had our engagement party with our family like three days into opening. Yeah, so we had wow. a party. Wow, that is cool. Opened. Yeah, we, we, didn't, we didn't, like I think the rig went in the day of our engagement party. Yeah. So people like our friends and family were wearing like, you know, it was a masquerade ball in the gym. So people had like dressy clothes on and they were like doing pull-ups on the new rig and everyone was just so amped. Yeah, we actually had an Olympian rower go head to head with one of our like photography friends, Jean-Marc. <laughs> I think Jean-Marc is- What? Yeah. Yeah, and this was like at our party, and they were like yeah. wearing bunny masks. It was great. It was a good time. It was really funny. Do you guys have pictures from this? I want to see photos. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, hired, I hired a professional photographer, obviously. So we have, yeah. We have yeah. yeah. That it's sounds pretty... amazing. Oh my gosh. Wow. What? You guys know how to put a lot of stuff into a year and a half. Yeah. Oh man. You don't like, I actually did a blog post, like Lolo in review for the final year. And it was like nuts. I was like, damn, we've done a lot. Like every month we had this mass community event. Um, and when we when we say community event, we mean like make a parties. Like it looks like the gym is a nightclub. Like we bring in like a DJ, we've got smoke machines, we've got laser lighting. Uh, and we always do some kind of like community fundraising appeal. Um, for that one, we did a kid sport. So we did a huge silent auction and we were able to raise like like over $4,000 to send 15 local kids to sports, uh, you know, who are otherwise might not be financially in a position to do that. So we just kind of pick and choose, you know, different stuff each, each event, but it's just all a matter of bringing the people together to create a space where people can connect outside of work as adults, which I think is a bit rare these days. Mm -hmm. And just have a good time, you know, it's uh, we're all in it for a good time, right? Crossfitters love to drink beer. Yeah, we were surprised by that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's funny. We all get together. We're like, you know, we work hard enough. We can yeah. drink a snack. That sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm kind of curious. Uh, I mean, a year and a half been open. I mean, search for the place for a year. I mean, 
why, I mean, I guess I need to direct this to Adam. Adam, why did you want to open an affiliate in the first place? I mean, I'm Kelsey's crazy for coming along, but Adam, why <laughs> did you get that idea of, hey, I want to do this. I want to, I want to own a CrossFit gym. Well, I, I'd have to bring you back to the story of like where Lolo started. Um, like officially, we were actually before the CrossFit gym, we were a weightlifting club. And oh, no we, way. yeah, and Lolo actually stands for love on lift on. That's the, that's, I was going to ask what it stood yeah. for. Cause I was like, it's got to stand for something. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And, um, I started in the back of like a, I think it was like 800 square feet, probably even smaller, uh, like padded jujitsu room. And I was just teaching like Olympic lifting with empty barbells and like broomsticks. And I, I did it because I was donating my time Fridays and Sundays for an hour. Um, and all the proceeds that people do this drop in. So it was like an Olympic lifting class, but just technical. Um, as a drop-in for Women's in Need Cooperative. So what that means is Women's in Need Cooperative is a, a company in town that gives the proceeds of donations to women who are coming out, out of halfway houses wanting to start their own business um, or supporting local women um, in, in any capacity. So I thought that was really cool. And uh, we did that for a month. We raised $1,000. And then I was like, all right, guys, like, we're, we're done. Like, this was an amazing charity, amazing thing. And they like, they turn and they're like, no, this is like our routine now. Like we, we love doing this. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. So then I came up with a membership and then the gym that we were in moved to a, a separate, a different location. So we could actually do Olympic lifting. And they're like, we want to create this as like a, a weightlifting club. What do we call it? I'm like, I don't know. We like to love on people and we lift. So what, why not love on lift on? And then they called it uh, Lolo for short. So it really came together organically. And the whole concept of opening up a CrossFit gym is to create a space where people feel uh, included, uh, accepted, and and loved. So um, I wanted to be able to do that um, with the, the skills that we have, that we know in Olympic lifting, but also like it's love on, lift on, not lift on, love on. So love on comes first before we lift. So the whole goal was to just create a space where people can feel a sense of belonging and uh, create friendships and, and close bonds. Mm -hmm. That is, that is really cool. That's, and that's beautiful just to hear that thought. So thank you for sharing that. Just the, the thought that went in behind this and even the name. I love that. I love finding out what is it about your name that you picked yeah. Lolo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. we have yeah, no, that's, that's great. Uh, outside of the gym, it says um, love on people and lift up the community around us. Yeah. So when you walk up to the door, there's like no question, like what we stand for. Yeah. And it sounds like with all of your community events from, you know, the, the masquerade ball engagement party to the nightclubs, the DJs to just simply being there to even, and even now in your responses during this time with the coronavirus, it sounds like it's all about how do we love people best? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. like our, our commitment comes um, to our, like to our members, but also just to our whole community. So it's like, we've got our, our members a hundred percent of the way. So if that commitment rings true, even if there's like a virus, like the coronavirus happening, then we're still going to do a hundred percent of what we can to be there for them. So that's why we're doing our online classes. We're doing our online uh, programming for people. Uh, they can chime in and it doesn't even have to be people who are just in our gym. Um, we're welcoming other people outside of the community yeah. to, to just stay healthy, stay active and yeah. and do what they can and just trying to get creative at this time as well like loaning members you know equipment they can sign it out 
we bring it out to them in the car um, and mm, and awesome. we're well lots of other ideas we're doing like an online member challenge with prizes to encourage people to show up to the virtual classes mm -hmm. rolling, we're rolling out a new online store with um new like i've been like doing lots of uh, graphic design for new logos for our swag mm. so we're thinking of like some cool sayings um that would be really fun like we have one that we thought might be cool for people to feel empowered in the situation um it's gonna say like flatten the curve not dad ass like come squat with us so we'll see what i love it that's great <laughs> <laughs> yeah well and, and speaking of that i mean we wanted to get on that topic because that topic because that is what is happening right now and actually um i should let our listeners know so i'm talking to kelsey and adam and they are actually in quarantine uh because someone had to go qualify for the crossfit games <laughs> and didn't realize that travel was going to be uh yeah. part of the problem yeah but yeah so they're 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 uh they're figuring things out right now so maybe let's talk about that a little bit um you know what what you've mentioned some things the virtual classes can you guys go into some details like you know right now while you're sitting in quarantine what does that look like and then how is crossfit lolo serving as community specifically maybe kind of walk through walk us through how are you doing virtual classes what does that look like um and kind of dive into the nitty-gritty details of that well um so it's it's kind of interesting it's pulled all of the crossfit gyms a little bit closer to one another especially in our community um so what the online classes look like is people are offering it for free um, because we do believe in in staying fit and active and supporting our communities and what we're doing is that we're having one coach from our gym uh, do like an online class so we're doing this through zoom and people will log into a zoom call and they'll just participate as if they were in a regular class except they were doing it at home and um most of the movements are body weight. Um, they can use like a bag of rice or bag of flour if they want to, you know, if it's, you know, goblet squats, then they can use something that's a little bit weighted, like a puppy or something. <laughs> <laughs> or, or I've actually seen that. I've seen videos, yeah. bulldog, four strong. <laughs> I think, oh, yeah, out in, out in California, he was squatting his bulldog. Yeah. It's like quarantine and corgis. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> It's so good. I love it. Yeah, I know. I've, I told that to our membership, like, guys, you know, come get a weight, check it out, or use your dog, whatever you yeah. want. Yeah. And the Zoom is awesome because you're actually able to see everyone's video feed. So it almost feels like a sense of community, which I think is important. We're also doing uh, Instagram live streams at the same time to like uh, just appeal to everyone else. Um, and right now, this is our first week in doing it, so there's still lots of things to figure out. Like, for example, some classes have very few people in them. Some classes don't have anyone in them. And we're just communicating with our members to find out, like, you know, how we can better support them and, and what we're all going through right now. And that's where, you know, and they've openly communicated, like, hey, we just feel some resistance. Like, we're still figuring out our schedules. You know, like, everything's kind of changed for us. So that's why I think this online member challenge is going to be really cool. This is something similar that we did last year. It was called the six month anniversary challenge of us being open. And it's on, I made a blog post about it. So you can definitely like link that as a resource. Cause I had other CrossFit gyms reach out um, wanting to do it as well. And I was like, cool, like it's been awesome. So definitely take it on. But how it works is like you get certain points for different things. Um, and then we just changed it to be virtually acceptable. So it's like, hey, if you like check in and show up to like the virtual class then you get like five points. Um, if you use a creative weight, like a puppy or an infant or like a bag of rice, you get points. 
if you work out outside, you get points. Like, you know, we have all these like new ways of getting points and it's all body weight movements and and continuing to use our um, our apps in our gym, like SugarWad, like giving each other fist bumps on SugarWad and recording your workout, you get points for it. So our plan is each point gets you an entry to win a draw at the end of each week, um, which will get you Lolo swag. Like we've got lots of cool swag, like socks, t-shirts and hoodies, and people love that. And then at the end of the month, we're gonna start this as like a month long challenge. At the end of the month, they'll have an option to win um, like mega prizes from like sponsors that we're reaching out to locally. Um, so it was super successful last year in within the gym. So we're hoping by implementing it, like starting on Monday, it will help increase the attendance and get people excited about working out again, um, like outside of the accountability of a physical gym space, which I think is a challenge for everyone right now. Yeah, I think it's, I mean, it's new for so many of us that have never done that, that have a routine for years. I mean, I know myself, I've had a routine for years to go to the gym and now it's like, oh, I have to figure out how to do this by myself. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah so I definitely think it's hard, uh, but the member challenge sounds awesome. What a great idea to get people participating, keep, you know, it's almost like a level, another level of accountability that you get rewarded for. Mm -hmm. Um because I know I've already had one member at the gym I go to tell me, she's like, yeah, my, you know, I just, I'm so tired from all this. And I see my couch and it just wants to snuggle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well, you know, maybe, you know, limit that snuggling time with your couch. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's definitely really hard. And one question I did have about the Zoom, about the Zoom virtual classes now, is that something like your coaches will be on and they'll be coaching members through it? Like they'll be correcting technique through the video or are they just being like, come along with me as I work out? I mean, how, how does that kind of even run as a virtual class? So we, ha we have the option of doing both. Um, I'm doing the workout with everybody and I'm instructing as I'm going. Um, so we'll do a warm up. I'll do it with everybody. Like it's part of my workout too. So I'm using that time to train as well um, because I'm at home. So it's kind of cool to see the coach do the workout as well. So it's not like the coach is like, do this workout and I'm not going to, but we're going to do it together. Which is and then sweet. you're like sitting there watching them on TV. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't quite feel the same. And then like, I'm also doing it at home. So it makes it possible that you can do it at home. Um, and then the ones who are at the gym who may have already done the workout because we'll have like, right now we have five classes, but we're gonna go down to three just so it makes it a little bit more intimate with more people involved. Um, and if the coach has already done the workout, then he'll be like coaching and critiquing it and just like basically encouraging people as they're doing it. Yeah, and we're um, we're in quarantine right now still. So, you know, to make it, to make the workout fun, like I'm doing the workout as well with Adam for the noon classes. I do the modified version, you know, like those old school, like 90s, like Jillian Michaels DVDs. That's kind of what I was channeling. Um, but Zoom has like a green screen option. So it was funny because I decided to green screen like the gym, even like in the background, <laughs> just 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 as like a funny intro to be like, are we at home in quarantine or are we at the gym? You don't know because it's advanced, <laughs> obviously terrible technology. And we also dressed up in like 80 spandex just to try to make it fun and get people to like tune in and kind of like <laughs> lift their spirits a little bit. So yeah. yeah, we're doing what we can to make it fun. And um, we told our coaches to teach the rest of the classes from the gym, just so that it's a consistent brand, um, it looks professional and that people still feel a sense of attachment to the gym itself, because mm -hmm. I think that uh, brings them a lot of joy just because that used to be their home and you know, for many of their hours. So we'll see how it all works. This is like totally new and we're just kind of like constantly tweaking, pulling the members. 
Last night, Adam and I filmed a five-minute video um, to our members. We put it in our in our private Facebook group, and we were just really straight with people and really grateful. Like the whole video was just saying how grateful we are for everyone who's reached out to uh, continue to pay for the memberships. We also said, if you can't pay right now, just let us know. Like we still want you to access all the programs for free. Um, like our intent is to keep our our front desk staff and our coaches employed as long as possible. Um, and we just want to know how we can support everyone. You know, let's come together. And it's, yeah, it's Basically been really cool. a way that everybody wins on this on this front because, like, the the participation is is important to us, and also like keeping the doors open past this point. Um, and we can't do that without the members. But our part is like we're going to be 100 committed if anybody is zero percent committed. You know, so like we're not, it's not contingent on what others are doing. It's just contingent on what we said we'd do. And hopefully that's enrolling enough for people to, you know, to work together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I think, I think every affiliate is in your all shoes right now as well. I mean, I've heard this from so many people and I've heard it from, you know, outside the affiliate industry specifically in every health club, every fitness center is just like, we have no idea what we're doing. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but it's like trial and error and it's 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 pouring into that community and be like we love you we're invested in you and we're you know we gotta fi find out what we can do in this and so um the gym i go to we we had to shut down and just realizing like okay like how are we gonna do this what do people need and like yeah we were able to check out equipment but like how are we gonna do virtual classes so it's just been really interesting uh trying to figure out this new path this new path i think everyone's trying to figure out at the same time while we're in this crazy state of change and fear <laughs> and um being alone and lonely mm -hmm. so um but trying to trying to fight that so i i think that's cool i think I, I feel like you all are tapping into that community depth that you have had from the very beginning of crossfit lolo um it sounds like that's been so important and even you know your events probably to our list some of our listeners sound over the top by hiring a dj and i love that you guys dressed up even for your videos and are thinking <laughs> about branding you know sending the coaches into the gym so they can be on branding people can think about their home so i guess probably thinking more generally beyond the coronavirus because we've probably talked about the coronavirus way too much as a world <laughs> um but thinking about even what have you guys learned as you know gym owners when it comes to you know building that rich community that can hopefully survive something like this like building that community over the past year and a half that you know can withstand something like the coronavirus well i think um this is transferable to like any business and in many ways it's kind of like common sense and i think sometimes it gets like overlooked in, in all of the confusing ways to like run a successful business. But one thing I think that we've implemented from the beginning that has been really helpful um, is that people just wanna feel seen, they wanna feel valued as, as an individual. So something that I've done where I can bring my personal skills to the table as a photographer, but also anyone with an iPhone can do this as well, is we do this thing called Humans of Lolo. Um, and essentially it's emulating the humans of New York um, as a photographer, I've been following them for a long time. Um, if you don't know about it, you can just check them out on Instagram. They started as a Facebook page and they interview these random people and they take pictures of them. So I really love that. And I thought we could bring that to the gym. So instead of doing like a member spotlight, like they have to earn a spot to be featured, 
uh, and instead of doing like a member of the month where other people might feel left out if they're not chosen for like months on end, I thought we're gonna take this approach because then people can sign up to be interviewed by me. And then once a month I can sit down for like, you know, two hours and interview four different people. So they have half hour slots and I copied the exact questions that, that the Humans of a New York photographer asks. So he, he has them on his blog. Um, and then I added like a fitness inspired question. And then I just, I, I interview them and I literally like dictate as I'm talking to them. I just write down exactly what they say because that saves me time and processing later. And then right after that, you would do that for like 20, 25 minutes. And then after that, I do like a little quick photo shoot with them for like five minutes, just in and around the gym. Um, and then I do that back to back to back. So then basically in a couple of hours, I have a month's worth of Humans of Lolo to feature like one new person every week. And then for Valentine's Day, for like the month of February, we did a couples of Lolo month. So I interviewed couples who work out together at our gym. Um, so that was really fun because, you know, I got to capture their like their banter. So you can check that out and see what that's about um, on our blog. We also feature it on our Instagram as highlights. Like half of our feed is just pictures of our members with like deep stories about who they really are and like what they're committed to. So the questions are like, you know, they're they know what they're getting themselves into. The questions are like, what is the saddest moment in your life? What is the happiest moment of your life? Who is the most influential person in your life and why? And what are you most scared of right now? Um, and then I throw in more positive one, like, hey, what are you most excited about right now? Like, tell us about your fitness journey. And I think people really feel, it's awesome because they share the photos everywhere. Their parents comment on it because, you know, they end up mentioning them as influential people. And it allows the members to bond on like a human level, like underneath just like doing a lot together. Uh, and I think that's really been um it's really been valuable in like our business model as a whole. And it just, I love it too, because it just personally allows me to get to know our members um, in a way that would not have been possible without like this intention. Kelsey, that's really cool. That's, that's very neat and a great way to organize it first off, but definitely awesome hearing how you can get to know these members in a deeper level and highlight them and show these are the faces of Lolo and these are the people of Lolo. Uh, I love that. That is such a good idea. That's really cool. Thanks. Yeah. And then, sorry, go ahead, Adam. No, go ahead. Because what that does, um, it kind of like binds the coaches and the members in a different way. Because when you really learn about what the struggles and what the happy moments and what the connections that our members have gone through, which you you wouldn't really learn inside of a class, um, but you you read that and all our coaches read it, um, it really connects the coach and athlete relationship. And I think that's what's important is because we really know where that person's come from. Um, we get to know them on a whole other level. And as coaches, um, we, we discuss it. We have a weekly meeting. Um, and we talk about our members quite a bit and how we can support members or how, what we're excited about for our members. Um, and uh, we find that our athletes get a lot of coaching cues and it's important for us to also give a lot of acknowledgements because of that, because we don't know where people come from um, and what they have when they come in the gym, as far as like maybe even a, like a trigger or maybe even some kind of like emotional trauma. So we actually get to learn a lot about them through those questions. And then we also get to coach them specifically to them, which is really, really unique, I think. Um, mm -hmm. And we just have like such a love for the people who come in the door. And when we get to understand and know them, um, that goes that goes into our coaching. Uh, so I think that that's like a really big add on when would we do these interviews that it, it actually helps our coaching too. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and in, in our manifesto on our website, it talks a lot about vulnerability. And the gym, I think, already is a vulnerable place for a lot of people, exposes a lot of like, you know, um, areas of development and, and like, you know, dreams for what they want for their life. And I think allowing a safe space for that goes a long way in training as well. Mm. Yeah, that, oh man, that that's cool. And, and I just, I think that's one thing I love about CrossFit affiliates is this idea of being real. A lot of them have that kind of same mentality, maybe not as, you know, beautifully said as you all. Um, I think you, you using the word vulnerable on your website is awesome. Um, but I love that. I love that about CrossFit affiliates where people, it's like being authentic and being real because you're right. That's a very vulnerable place is the gym and you have to face your weaknesses daily and you have to uh, submit to your, you know, weaknesses daily and be like, I just have to be okay with failing. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. And then I kind of want to ask too, just this year and a half being open, um, maybe what were some of the, what have been some of the top things you all have learned? Maybe some of the top, top takeaways, some of the, the things that you could be like, you know, this is, this is what we've learned and this is what works and for us. And this is what we could say to those who are listening to this podcast episode. Um, probably the number one thing that really connected people in our gym, and this sounds really funny and kind of simple, but making sure people introduce themselves to people walking in and knowing each other's names on a daily, daily basis. Now I've heard a couple things being done, um, that did not work for us that we tried out. Um, uh, so I really want to explain this. Um, when people don't know each other's names or didn't ask, then we would have like a burpee penalty for, for people. And I heard that was really cool and people were doing it in other gyms. So I'm like, all right, let's try out the burpee penalty. If you didn't ask someone who was new or you didn't know each other's name, then it'd be like five burpees per person type thing. Now, people liked it, but not because it's burpees. <laughs> so they, it almost like caused them to resent the fact that they had to learn people's names and it made them wrong for it <laughs> if they did it. So I was like, you know what? Let's just keep that out. Let's, let's not make people do burpees, but like, let's just encourage people every single day to just, hey, if there's somebody in the room who you don't know their name, even if you've wor like worked out with them for the last six months and you still don't know their name, like go in, go ahead and introduce yourselves. Like everyone do it and don't name shame <laughs> if you don't know their name. And uh, that's a big thing because, um, you can't introduce yourself to someone or you can't introduce someone to somebody else if you don't know both of their names. So it's just like a room of quiet people. <laughs> mm -hmm. So being that we have a, a rule and not even, it's not even a rule. It's almost just like a social norm inside the gym um, to introduce yourself and to introduce others to, to new people walking in makes it an inclusive space. Mm -hmm. So when someone walks in, right away someone's like hey my name's karen my name's jen my name's adam like and they're like oh i'm already part of the community as soon as you know that person's name so i think that the biggest thing um for us was just making sure people introduce themselves as soon as that somebody else walks in the door and also just like if it's a new class they went to and they don't know someone to just introduce themselves yeah and then a couple a couple other small things and, th and then i'll finish with a big one um is we just basically tried everything, you know, we just kind of like, and then we would just like strike it for like the next year to be like, oh, that didn't work and that did work. Like for example, you know, because I'm in charge of the community events, um, 
I, we did like a super fun, we promoted like a super fun Lolo open party at the end of our first open. And I rented like a bouncy castle for it. Like it was like a Titan bright theme. <laughs> and, and like the problem was we didn't do the bouncy castle party at the same time as the actual workouts. And as soon as the workouts were done, people were like pieced out. So it was just like me and my Titan bright alone in the bouncy castle. And I was like, all right, maybe we won't do this next time. <laughs> and then, oh, and then man. Also, we did like a, we did the community um, wide Easter egg hunt in the gym. So people, we invited all the kids from the community and adults. We had two separate hunts. We had giant golden eggs for the adults hidden all over the gym. Uh, and one of them was at the top of our pegboard. So you, you, you know, you obviously had to like, F, you know, put some effort in for that. And inside of those, we had cool prizes, like a month, you know, the one on the pegboard was like a free month at the gym. And we advertised the prizes like ahead of time, like on Eventbrite and stuff. Uh, and then we did like a second wave of kids and they just got like toys and whatnot, like not really junk food, of course. Um, not that I don't like junk food, but for a gym, you know, we gotta look good. Um, anyway, and that was like a, a huge hit in a, in, a, mm -hmm. in a way that I didn't anticipate. So I was like, wow, okay, we'll definitely do that again. So we just kind of tried without judgment to be like, you know, this worked, this didn't work. This worked, this didn't work. And we'll just keep doing that, you know, for as long as we can to figure out what works. And the biggest thing I think, like the biggest area development for us that we overlooked in, like big time in the past year and a half, especially with the renovation, um, which has really come to light now in, in this emergency situation is we didn't have like a financial contingency plan. Like the reno cost, you know, um, I know your title, you know, the title of your post on your website is like cost effective, but at the end of the day, it just didn't turn into that. Like there was still extra things and I don't regret it, but now we're in a situation where there are no reserves. So, you know, if I can recommend anything um, to new gym owners, it's like, you know, really start with an emergency fund, like just a monthly thing, or maybe just like really stay on top of like the bookkeeping and the accounting. Cause you know, as a photographer, that's not really my forte. And we do have a big team that are helping us with that now, but it was just like, it just feels like too little too late. And it's causing, you know, a lot of current stress given the situation. So that's one thing I wish that we had made more of a priority for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, Kelsey, thank you for being vulnerable with that, honestly, because I, I don't think you're the only affiliate owner who's like that. The only fitness facility who's like that. I think that's a big, that's a big worry um, in this industry. That's, and I think that's why so many affiliates are like, we're not going to close until we have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that was us too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that was, that was a gym I go to. It was like, nope, not until the governor says, oh, he just said, okay, now we have to close. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, no, thank you. I mean, I think that's, I think that's great. I think that's great advice. Um, and definitely something listeners to this episode should be thinking about is reserves. So, mm. um, yeah. And, and kind of, so kind of in wrapping things up and, just in light of everything, um, in light of the coronavirus and um, in light of a year and a half of business being open and you all learning so much, you've gone through a lot yeah. <laughs> as year and a half old business owners. Um, what is maybe one piece of advice or encouragement you give to listeners today uh, as we wrap up this episode and, and in terms of their own businesses and in terms of this industry and kind of what we're facing? Um, my my list of advice actually came from what Kelsey said. Um, it was very brief, what she said, and, and you can miss it if you didn't really understand it. She said, um, try everything out without judgment. And what that means is like judgment on yourself. So when you're trying new things out um, as a business owner and things, they might seem like they quote unquote fail 
Um, I have this thing where it's like, I don't accept failure as a concept because it's actually not a failure. It's, it's an opportunity to learn. So one of the biggest things is like, without judgment, do the things that you have in mind for your community and see what happens. Just do it anyway um, to, to know if it was a good idea, a bad idea. Um, don't be afraid to, to fail. And, and if you do fail, like let go of the judgment. Don't make it about yourself and move forwards with what you've learned so that you can do something that's really amazing for people. Yeah, and that being said, you know, like Adam and I process things differently. And in the past few days since closing the gym down, like I've been super sad. And at times I felt actually a little bit depressed because I like to have a lot of control. So, and then I realized like, you know what? It's, it's appropriate for me to feel this way. And I'm not gonna make myself feel weak for being scared right now. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I am a warrior <laughs> and we have, you know, doesn't mean I'm not going to be like a savvy businesswoman like I usually am and, and be creative and excited about the opportunity that might be hidden in this situation. But, you know, also just allowing myself to like cry my bathwater for an hour and then just like get out, towel off and like, you know, pick up the pieces. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I think that's part of the whole process. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, yeah. I think that's, I think that's good to address too, because I think we sometimes think like, oh, just got to pull myself up by my bootstraps and just keep moving on uh, when the reality is we have to sit in those feelings, sit in that sadness and be like, okay, like I am sad and I am afraid about this and that is okay. Yeah, exactly. So, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, so that's awesome, yeah. And uh, another thing like that we do as a community, like as coaches, um, we actually have a weekly meeting every every week to go over like what's been going on in the gym but we always start it with what we call a clearing and that's like any resentments that have been built up between coaches throughout the whole week uh, we actually just clear the air and we offer a, um, a safe space for people to share in hopes that they get a relief uh, or some kind of like um, new start with one another so the reason why it's so important to, and to be a contribution is to know that it's just the person's point of view and not the truth of what they're sharing and and that it's okay to feel that way because what we've learned what happens on the other side of that is that they share the whatever resentment they've had and then they feel completely clear and there's nothing like in the way of being creative throughout the week and we do that weekly and that's a huge one because things that we wouldn't even imagine pop up throughout the week and we get rid of them right away, which is cool. Yeah, it's been amazing for us to eliminate drama in the workplace because the community is only as strong as the team behind it. Uh, so that's been really great. And it's funny you mentioned the clearing, Adam, because Adam and I have been in quarantine, right? <laughs> so we have been having to clear like six times a day. Uh, like, especially, this is my advice for all those couples who are now stuck at home together. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, especially in stressful times, we have different approaches to, you know, processing things. And yeah, yeah we've, we've been fighting a lot. <laughs> it's funny, like. I'm, we'll I'm sure you're not the only one, but I've heard, I've heard there will be a lot of babies after this and a lot of divorces. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what I've heard. It's like, yeah, so, I mean. Like, <laughs> yeah, we'll say things we didn't mean. Yeah. And they were like, I'm sorry for what I said. I'm sorry that this is what I felt and I love you and I'm sorry. And then like an hour later, it will just repeat and repeat yeah. and we'll just do it as much times yeah. as is needed. Good to be patient <laughs> and loving. Yeah. <laughs> So. Yep. It, it's keeping short accounts. I've always been told keep short accounts. And I think yeah. especially in quarantine, 
great advice. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's definitely yeah. I, I see yeah. the number one thing that keeps our gym our gym together is the coaches being willing. And that's just the the key word there is willing um, to to have a clearing with one another and participate in the clearing. Cause you might like be in the clearing and like not want to share, but like that is that's when people make it about them and not about the community. So if we're committed to the community, then we will share those resentments, even if it's uncomfortable and we'll get to the bottom of it. And then there'll be nothing in the way of us being there for others. Yeah. I think it's also worth mentioning for your list, for your listeners that all this training came from the landmark forum, which is like an international um, self-development course. And that really blew our business out of the water, I would say, and mm -hmm. our relationship too. We're just really grateful for that. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So like, if you're like yeah. wondering like what a clearing is, how you do it, um, that's a, a great place to start. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I, I love that. I love that concept. Love that idea. I think that's a great application in personal, personal lives and yeah. uh, in your, your business lives as well. So Adam, Kelsey, Hey, thank you so much for just taking the time. I mean, I guess you're in quarantine. So it was yeah. like, what else can we do? <laughs> but no, seriously, thank you. Thank you for talking to me today. Thank you for sharing uh, what's been going on with you all in CrossFit Lolo just over these last few weeks, um, as well as this last year and a half of business. Thank you for being vulnerable and authentic. And, and to our listeners who've heard this, you know, whether you're struggling through the coronavirus and you need some ideas for virtual fitness, I'll, I'll put some links in the posts um, that Kelsey shared, like about their um, membership challenge that they're doing and all that. Um, or if it's just you know, this clearing concept that maybe you need to implement with your coaches and, and staff meetings, which you can do virtually still. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, that take something away from this episode, hear what Adam and Kelsey had to say. Uh, and hopefully, you know, coming out of everything that we're going through right now, your, your business can be better yet. So Kelsey, Adam, thank you so much for being on the show today. It was a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much. Thank it's you. Been a pleasure to be on the show. Mm -hmm. And that wraps it up for this episode of Box Talk. If you liked what you heard, or you have an idea of what you'd like to hear, let me know by emailing heather at peakmedia.com, peak spelled P-E-A-K-E. As always, thanks for dropping in.